Did you did you see my hair extension? Wait, is it in the back? No, I don't have it is on that right on now. Insta? I did. I posted it all over the internet. Of course I did. I oh, wait, you already it. put it online? Of course I did. I got it yesterday. Oh, I tweeted I didn't it. I, oh, I didn't post it on my main because I'm... Oh, it's in your stories? Yeah. Oh. Well, Tony has openly told me he doesn't watch my story, so I'm not ah. concerned why he didn't um, Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me, as always, Maxwell Esposito. Hello, I'm here, and I voted early. Maxwell, we can't hear you. That was very quiet. Can you hear me now? There you are. Yeah, yeah. Speak into the mic. That works. I said hello. I voted. Yeah. I feel great. Yay, she voted. Did Yay. her civil duty. And we have Diana DeLuna. Uh, hello. I also voted, and I checked on Yay. my little tracker, and it was completed and accepted. I also Ooh. voted this weekend. I decided to venture all the way to the library, a few half a block down the street, and put it in the box. Yeah, I feel good. good. We're proud and of you. And you washed your hands right after. Oh, my God. Washed my hands. Or, or had some sanitizer with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait. Uh, before we get started, has the uh, house that was engulfed in flames in Orange County with the Trump banner in front of it become a meme yet? Has that become a meme? Has anyone seen that? Is it's that funny. why there's the big fire? So, there... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a different... <laughs> there's a big... So, so um, over the weekend, uh, we got some uh, uh, Santa Ana winds again, and so Orange County is ablaze. And this morning I woke up and there is a specific uh, home in Orange County that um, was engulfed in flames and it had a Trump banner in front of it. And I guess the homeowners since had had to be like, hey, we're taking a lot of heat for our Trump banner, but also our house just burned down. So maybe don't be so mean to us online. Um, they're not taking that much heat if they live in Orange County. Yeah, I was, I was. I'm sorry, I do not feel sorry. I bet they don't have problems wearing masks now. <laughs> How do you guys make jokes about heat when we're talking about fire? <laughs> of course um, they're feeling the heat, their house burned down. Uh, hi, Maxwell. Hello. How are you? I'm so great. I'm still on a journey to the polls. My um, mini web series has been really fun. Um, that's going to be coming to an end, but I'm excited to um, like segue off of this into new things. It was really yeah. fun. You're inspired. You had some inspiration. I mean, I'm always self-inspired every day, but yes, politics is really, um, I feel the heat. If we're going to stay yeah. on trend, so, I feel the heat. Well, then does this mean that you intend to be like politically woke after this election? Um, are you I mean, post-election coverage. Or are us? you only in it right now because it's so hot right now and so in? Um, I mean, I would like to um, continue my branding of being the educating millennial and use that to. Um, that is a huge like, branding switch, by the way. <laughs> Major. Okay, right. As I was saying, I plan to, uh, you know, spread myself all over all sorts of educational um, things. I want to influence and educate lots of people. I can't wait. I cannot yeah, so, wait. Not just politics. Maybe we'll talk about the ocean or maybe like air pollution or like taxes. Those are terrific, right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, all pressing issues that the progressive movement want to get out there. Um, I, I think that because if anything, let's face it, the millennials are the, the millennials are the ones who need the most help, you know? 
Like ZC yeah, is pretty like woke. To, I would like to be not the generation known for adapting to iPhones faster than to like other real life things, you know? Like actual books and stuff. Yeah, you know, like we adapted iPhones faster than we have to wearing masks. So it's kind of disappointing. Yeah, yeah, you so guys like, are a disappointment for sure. <laughs> but I'm the educating millennial, so I'm different. Uh, bing. Bing. Uh, speaking of different, we have Diana. Diana, how are you, baby? Uh, I am refreshed. You renewed. look great, by the way. Thank you, because I got, you know what? I took a calculated risk. I got my first COVID haircut. Yeah, how do you feel? How did it go? Uh, you know, I felt very safe and I mean, I took my own precautions. Like I didn't let them wash my hair. I didn't feel like that was a good idea. I, I just came, they did a dry cut, uh, hot nights hair salon that I felt very safe, really staggered appointments. And to be honest, the hair salon is probably the safest place you should be going. Cause those are probably the people that are going to be taking it the most serious. Cause getting a hair license is like years and hours of work. And they're not trying to lose that by giving you one germy haircut. You know what right. I mean? And also, a lot of that training was sanitation. Anyway. And also it's a Yelp run business as well. Like, yeah. you know, the thing is, is like that, that's the kind of business that if you get COVID, I'm yelping that shit. You know what I mean? Right. If I was like, I went and got a dry haircut <laughs> and now a dry cough, you know? I wrote a Yelp review about a coffee shop in Orange County and I walked in and nobody had masks on and I immediately walked out and wrote a Yelp review about it. And Yelp informed me today that they took my review down because they don't think um, my opinion on health and sanitation was um, to their standard. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I responded and I was like, but all I said was the patrons weren't wearing masks, which was true. I have it on video. <laughs> Oh and I think Orange County has their own rules, though. I think that they don't. And that's why they're on fire. It's a guideline. I uh, walked into, oh, we, walked into okay. the, we walked into the first one and I was horrified. So then we walked into another one and at least the person at the counter had a mask on. And I just was like, I had my whole Karen effect on. And I was just like, it's, it's crazy that your employees here aren't wearing masks. And he was like, it's a guideline. Nobody's enforcing it. And I was like, I'm from L.A. and we wear masks there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> with my mask on like staring at him i mean honestly at this point it's such a it's such a stupid argument for anyone to have on not wearing masks uh and i don't know well you know guys uh, we're not having a show next week uh uh just a programming note we're not going to have a show next week because you know, I feel like we should be able to either grieve or celebrate uh, the outcome of the election um, on our own, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> privately. Um, uh, but I'm fatigued as fuck in this situation. Like, it's been, for, for me, it's been like, so... Uh, you want to get to November 3rd as quickly as possible, but then you're also reminded that you don't have any money or really a job. So the, the faster you get to paying rent, the scarier it gets. Um, and it just feels like all the negative shit is amping up, which you know they do. You know, they always get loud towards the end. And I feel like the louder they are, the worse off they are. You know, maybe, I don't know, fingers crossed, but like, I'm typically, I love this time of year. I love an election year. I, I love checking out polls. I like to read commentary. And I'll tell you, at this point, I just want to cancel all social media. <laughs> I can't even, like, I'm really not watching the news at this point. I feel like at this point, what's done is done. Like, I'm watching the Golden Girls and Cobra Kai. And I'm filling <laughs> my life with that until... This is over. I Do know. You know, know they're only supposed to be 55 in the Golden Girls first season. Wait, what'd you say? They're supposed to be 55 years old in the Golden Girls first season. Is and that I was true? Shocked and appalled. And that's the kind of shock I'll deal with until well, after listen, the election. Listen, they got older quicker then. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, yeah. They didn't have Botox. It's a, yeah. It's an 80s 55. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like I always talk about the Midwestern 40 as opposed to like the uh, West Ooh, Coast. I call 40. it the Midwestern 30 now. <laughs> I have seen it. 
Um, yeah, for sure. I, uh, well, no, I did not know that. And that is a fun fact that I will now tell at parties because they were some old bitches. Yeah, they were some old bitches. And how long did they last? How old were they when the show ends? It was oh, seven I seasons. There's a lot of seasons. Was it seven yeah. seasons, I think? Yeah, seven Where's seasons. Betty White? Has anyone checked on her? She's still, she's making it through COVID, isn't she? Uh, you know, here's I, the thing. This is where it gets weird. Her and Angela Lansbury. Sometimes, well, Angela was working up until COVID, wasn't she on Broadway yeah, or some shit? shut down her show. <gasps> See, this is why I know that Barbara I mean, Walters has dementia because Barbara Walters would be out and about at least saying a hello. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm yes. sorry. I was watching The View today and uh, I didn't realize that Whoopi Goldberg was canceled at some point. Like, was that when she like did the blackface thing with Ted Danson in the 80s or when was she canceled? Never mind. Anyway, I guess y'all don't know. I've never Canceled Whoopi, but Whoopi said, Whoopi said that she was yeah. canceled for five years and that Barbara Walters was the one that gave her a chance uh, to come back. Uh, and I was like, huh, I didn't realize that. But then I was like, Barbara Walters has dementia for sure because we haven't seen her. Oh, yeah. And those last few interviews, if you ever just stumble down the YouTube, it's it's rough. Have you read it's that book? Rough. Have you read the book? About the view, book? the book, oh, no, the book the that was, no. there was like this, there was like this biography written about the uh, the view, and like basically they were alleging that uh, everyone was just like ignoring Barbara by the end because she was just so flighty and and she just Except wanted poor little Elizabeth Hesselback who just could not take it. She wanted so badly to like moderate towards the last couple of times. And then they were just like, no, they like literally looked at Barbara Walters and like, you're old and you mess up. Oh my God. Ah, I'm telling you. Elizabeth Hasselback. No. Do you know who Elizabeth Hasselback is, uh, uh, Maxwell? Of course I am. I'm very in touch with pop culture. She got into that fight with Rosie. Okay. She had that fight with everybody. But iconically, she, was she like got into a, that fight with Rosie. She's like Tommy Lauren's elder. Like, not quite full-blown Tommy Lauren, but... I think, but like, Tommy Lauren is pregnant. a result of her. That, I don't that's think, what I meant. That's yeah. what I meant. Like, the, the, the prefix, I don't know. Because I don't think the she's... The foreshadowing, too. I don't think she's that bad. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to compare Elizabeth to Tommy. Tommy's a, Tommy literally tweeted something about... Uh, Hunter Biden being a crackhead or something after the oh. debate or whatever, and I'm She's just one like of the major reasons I got off Twitter. Uh, what really? What did you yeah. follow? Did you follow? Tommy? No, I didn't follow her. But I again, I used mm -hmm. I used Twitter to check in on my enemies, and it was just like it's well, just so inflaming. That's your problem. How could you use that to like? purposely dig up negativity i do no, it. Well, i do it as well i do it i do it, I do it as well i mean no well and first of all diana you were on twitter in. for like two seconds you were on no, it's an upsetting place you were on I've twitter for a, two seconds but I've been i on it for like almost 12 years i think but i follow people who i don't agree with as well and it does get daunting after a while because i'm like you diana i want to know where the enemy is i want to see where it is i want to look at you in the face and i want to see the words that you're putting out there so that way i know how hot i have to come in when i'm ready to start giving you some facts you know what i mean absolutely um, absolutely i like to just search out my haters like take one day and just go dive in and see how they're all doing and then but they're uh, not necessarily my haters they're like the hater democracy haters. yeah <laughs> yeah like, well here's my question and before we go to break you know i have I mean. a question before we go to break i have a question because uh i, I just want to know like uh, so have you to mentally prepare yourself for another four years of trump no oh, I, I have i i have but i did that like six months ago now I feel like I, I, it's, you know, that's manifestation. Be positive out loud. I don't think he's going to win. I, I don't, what I think doesn't matter. I don't feel like he's going to win. Okay. I feel that too. I don't feel like he's going to win. Uh, if he does, I, and this year has been a shit show. I, I, I can roll with the punches, you know? Yeah. Uh, but the thing but, is, is if he wins again, it goes beyond this year. You know what I mean? Then it sucks uh, until... You know, yeah, my I'm, manifestation has been really good, but I need everybody to manifest Mitch McConnell losing his Senate seat because please, he just, like, come on, come on. Well, I was just talking to uh, my good friend Colby Holt and Sam Probst, who uh, produced uh, Queer Slam that I do on the last Monday of every month on Zoom. Um, and 
they have been living in his hometown of Paducah, Kentucky. And he got to vote blue. Colby got to vote blue in this election uh, in Paducah. And he was telling me that, because, you know, the last time I heard Amy uh, was- Amy like, McGrath. Was, She's like a 47-year-old fighter pilot or some shit like that. Like, right. But she wasn't the original choice for right. the for progressive movement in Kentucky. So, it, so, but she ultimately won the ticket. And so she's been 10 points back, but I talked to Colby this week and he was like, I don't know. I felt confident that maybe she could uh, take it. So right. if we lose him and uh, Lindsey Graham, I mean, to, that alone, I'll have a social distance uh, fiesta somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really the universe rebalancing itself if we just get those two out of there. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we have, I mean, this guy's amazing. He's like uh, the king of hair. Uh, actually, I think they call him the king of baby hairs. He's known on Instagram as Edward Scissorhands 2.0 because he was hacked. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk to him because he does wigs for all the fucking queens uh, that you know and you love. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy, Casey Lai. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, the Gay Power Half Hour. All right, we are back with the show. Now, I don't know if anyone heard, but I got the privilege of being Shea Coulee's assistant uh, on, <laughs> on a fun photo shoot for Out Magazine. And I met today's guest there. And I was like, this motherfucker is the epitome of professional. I would like you all to meet Edward Scissorhands. Edward. Hi. Hello. Hey, guys. Good Edward, morning. welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so wait, you you were just telling us that you're uh, you're at an Airbnb. You're not at home. Are you out working, girl? Yeah, I'm going back and forth right now from Florida to LA. Um, so right now I'm staying in an Airbnb in Monterey Park, which is really cool. Um, it has an awesome view. Um, but I had to step outside because I think they were having their um, church service this morning. Well, you need well, saved, girl. <laughs> you, you need to say you better pop back in there after this show is done and 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 say a prayer. Now, okay. I, I like I said, I got to meet you because we work together uh, with Shea Coulee. You have been doing Shea Coulee's uh, wigs for how long now? Uh, I think about a year and a half, but it was actually that was actually the first time I actually met her. It was so crazy. Yeah, when I found yeah. out, ah. I was now you are a licensed cosmetologist and. Just a, a wig god, let's face it. People people love you for your baby hairs, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, how long have you been in the gig? What got you started? Uh, let's see, I've been doing hair for about 20 years and I think I got more into wigs when I moved from Virginia to Florida. And I left a lot of my wig clients who would get like the, you know, cool looking colors and stuff like that. And people in Florida really didn't wear wigs as often, I guess, because it's too hot. It's you know? Yeah. Yeah. So so I started posting on um, Instagram and shipping them. And that, that was probably about seven, eight years ago, actually, about eight years ago, I started doing that on Instagram. And um, I was actually just posting the pictures of the ones that my clients back home had ordered. And then I started getting other, you know, request to make custom things so then once i picked up um <clears throat> more of a following um where i could afford to like go out of pocket and create things that i wanted to create and you know hope that it would sell then i started doing that and it's just been a blessing ever since has it always been wigs or did you um start doing like human hair first and cutting people's heads at the salon yeah i started in, in a salon first uh-huh yeah i was licensed um i got licensed in virginia back in um 2012 i think it was and i worked for a hair cuttery for a few years and um i loved it for a while but then of course you know it gets repetitive you go the same thing over and over again um you kind of don't get to be as creative you know because when people come in they usually know what they want 
Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But that I, that that did help me to grow, though, because it taught me to actually listen to consultations and make sure I'm giving them what they're asking for. Because uh, my, one of my instructors once told me it could be the best style in the world. But if it's not what the person is looking for, then, you know, it's it's shit. <laughs> and do you use like pictures of the clients to see their face shapes or or do they just tell you, like, this is what I want and you create that fantasy? They would usually tell me what they want in the beginning. Um, and it was more like everyday looks, you know, like it wasn't like mm. I wanted to look like a wig. It was more like natural styles. I still do those. Like I have a ton of clients who still order like natural styles. Um, I have a few clients in the military who order like, you know, things that has to be like in regulation as far as color and cut and length and all that good stuff. So like I have a variety of clientele, which is awesome. Like it's just been an amazing ride. Who was your first like big client that you were like, oh my God? Uh, I think my first big client was uh, Tammy Roman, I think, from Basketball Wives, Real World. Okay. Nope. I think she might have been my first, or it was it was either her or Todrick, because it happened around the same time, like within the same month, I believe. Todrick, yeah. um, Todrick Hall hit me up for um some right. custom. But now, um, now you are responsible for so many queens hats. Like, like when did it start to blow up for you? Uh, probably, and I would say probably within like the last year, really. That's exciting. Wow, COVID's not slowing you down. You know what? COVID did not slow me down at all. And the funny thing is, I went and got a job at a dispensary as soon as it hit because, like, right when it hit me and my husband moved from um like central florida to like south florida and i thought like you know what am i going to do for income so i applied at something that was you know considered uh uh you know is weed legal in florida say it again weed is legal in florida yes yeah like uh recreational no it's medical but i mean you can just i mean Got it. You know, you know how that is. Like, yeah, yeah, we used to do that too. Miss those days, honestly. That's a cute time. I miss the little (laughs) card. I felt so chic. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Doctors note. Doctors note. Here's my punch card. (laughs) Right, right. Like, don't judge me. Like, my doctor prescribed this. Oh my god, I miss the punch card. The perks. The essential perks. Oh my god. Um, but listen, you are responsible for the hat that Shay wore in the Fenty show. Um, And if I remember right, that was kind of, that wig had a little bit of scandal behind it. It did. And you know what? The funny thing about that wig is um, someone sent me the idea for it and I attempted it. And I mean, I don't know if they liked it or not. They obviously didn't like it, but I posted it for sale on Instagram and it was up there for about, eight hours probably and Shay DM me and say hey is this wig still available and I said it sure is and next thing I know it was on Rihanna's runway and now it's iconically on Rihanna's <laughs> runway how does that feel for you I mean that's got to be major oh my god it's crazy like it's unbelievable like sometimes I still like think like did that really happen and also Jada Essence Hall wore um one of my pieces too on there the same show. That's so. right. You work Double with Jada. Hat. You name the name some of the queens that you you supply hair for. Uh, Jada Essence Hall, uh, Shea Coulee, uh, Monet Exchange, uh, Bob the Drag Queen, uh, Tatra Hall. Um, I don't know. It's crazy. It kind of it's like it's still it grows daily. It's, it's crazy. I mean, that's amazing. And and you know, it's it's super interesting on how. Uh, how quickly it can progress if you're super good at, at what you do. Because, you know, I think of my friend Jay Fink, who has Go Wig or Go Home on uh, Instagram because he Amazing. makes the custom hairlines. And, yes. and the thing was, is like once a queen saw that it was pristine and amazing work, they're like, bitch, we, we need you, we need you, we need you. So... Mm. That, that's amazing. And it kind of also shows that, I mean, yeah, drag might have slowed down a little bit during the pandemic, but people were still thinking about 
the, the next look, the next look, the next look, you know? Yeah, my, my orders really did not slow down. Like, they did not stop during the pandemic. Like, I actually had to quit the job at a dispensary because it was like... Thank God. I can't, I can't be here <laughs> eight hours a day. Like, I have shit to do. You know, I once thought that working at a dispensary would be fun and somewhat glamorous as a weed head, but then you think about it and you're like, ah, oh, you're just dealing with annoying customers who are probably not happy with the product all the time. And I right. got time for that shit. Uh, it's like, it's like, and, and especially when we got newly recreational weed and then every yuppie out in the fucking valley came out trying to buy weed. Um, now, you are a veteran. So yes. you were in the military. So thank you for your service. Um, you. Are you a political person as a result of that? Or how are you feeling right now, uh, one week out from the election? Um, definitely voting. Definitely encourage everyone I know to vote. Like, I mean, like I'm asking people, like, I want to see that shit, like send me that sticker. Like, I want to see it. You know what I mean? Like, cause we definitely have to do it. But then at the same time, I think the people in my, in my, you know, like they don't really need to be told to vote. Like everybody's doing the damn thing. You know what I mean? You hope, you, you hope that people close to you that like love you and that are in your lives are probably thinking the way you do, right? They, they say they are. So I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, they, they would, they would vote. Yeah, my right. brother just apparently posted a photo of himself on Facebook with a shirt that said, I would rather get COVID-19 than vote for Biden 2020. So I just sent him a package in the mail that had vote Biden written on everything. <laughs> now, oh, did you vote absentee from Florida or did you register to vote? No, I'm going, no, I'm going to Florida. I'm going back Thursday. Oh, shit. So you're going to go vote, vote. Yeah, I'm not mailing shit in. No, I'm going to do it. We got to give him a round of applause for that, everybody. That's the kind of shit that I want to hear. LA is going to be long. Especially in Florida. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bring a snack. Bring a yep. snack. Hey. Comfortable shoes. Now. I will do it. So what is, so, so obviously COVID kind of fucked some shit up. You moved here from, you moved to LA from Florida. What was the initial goal uh, when you moved here? Did that get derailed? Are you still moving towards it? No, it didn't. Not at all. Um, I think the initially when I came, it was I had to kind of like put a face with my name because like, like I said, a lot of my clients I hadn't met like Trinity. I don't think I mentioned her, but Trinity was the first um, girl that booked me as soon as I moved here in September. Trinity and was the first time, yeah, and that was the first time I had met her, but I had done wigs for her for probably about maybe a year, but I had never met her until then. She is a friend of the show. She's been on the podcast a couple of times. We do love some Trinity the Tuck Taylor. I love Trinity. She's always giving me advice. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even if you don't ask for it. <laughs> 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 um, so who are, so let's think about this. Like what is a client and you can't say Beyonce that you would want to get in the future uh, to work with? Let's manifest oh, some shit. Let's manifest I would love stuff. To work, I would love to work with Yusuf and Rihanna. I mean, I mean, that kind of the, the Rihanna door is kind of open a little bit. I mean, I don't know. I don't think Shay blew it. I think I think that uh, that uh, Rihanna liked her. So. Uh, oh yeah, Shay said that she even um, complimented the hair, my hair. She was. <laughs> oh, wearing, that's right. So. She did. So, she, wow. Yeah. yeah can, so she's seen your work. Yeah, I can die now. Um. So can we talk? So Maxwell, <laughs> Maxwell, can we talk about? The piece. Oh, my hair piece. I just bought myself a 32 inch um, hair piece for the back of my head and it feels great. I, so, I so it's it. a yeah. fall, right? It's, it's a it's a <laughs> long pony. And I'm now he didn't he didn't spring for the human hair. It's a synthetic. Mm -hmm. So do you have any advice for Maxwell on how to keep uh, that pony looking good every time he wears it? Because I'll tell you, she's pro she's probably rough with him. Uh, as less product as possible. <laughs> Wait, what do you say? As less product as possible, because the product is just going to make it want to stick together and tangle more. Oh, I'm not going to. It lays beautifully. There's no product needed. It just sits on my head. Nice. It's beautiful. Can well, you, you know, over? Can you over brush it though? Because I feel like she was a. I feel like she's a brusher. Should you over brush uh, it? Now. I wouldn't say overbrushing, but just make sure you start from the bottom and work your way up. Because if you start from the top and you brush down and you catch those knots and those, and they tangle and they stretch, like they lose the texture. I have a, they turn kinky. I have a 40 inch um, pink middle part Naomi Campbell wig as well. I have to comb that one a lot too. So I know the tricks of the trade on this starting from the bottom. Okay. I okay. love also, long hair. 
Also, Diana just made the the choice for bangs in the fall. Thoughts? The bangs. I love them. Thank I love, you. I love, I love it. Who doesn't love a good bang? Come on. Yeah. And I've had bangs since I was like three years old. I just feel like it's a look now. If I have a notoriously gross, large forehead. So uh, if I can have hair that I can put down in front of it, then I'm fine with that for sure. You know what? I used to joke about my receding hairline. And so I grew out locks and I had <laughs> locks until probably about, uh, probably about eight months ago. I cut them all off. But just for that purpose, because I thought I needed some something on my forehead. Uh, my husband's doing that thing where he's his hair's too long, so he's pulling his hair in front, kind of like a emo two thousand swoop happening. Uh, and that's the same thing. He thinks he has a high hairline. I'm like, oh, push it back. Give me Bradley Cooper. So you know? yeah. <laughs> Before we go to break, I have a question because, like, I have heard plenty of times that you're so amazing at baby hairs. How did you get started doing that? Have you always been good at uh, baby hairs? What's the deal? Um, I grew up with my mom, my grandma, and three aunts. And then I have uh, a little sister, um, two uh, god sisters. Like, my family's just all females. And and 99% and of them, their hair just naturally does that shit. So it's just it just comes natural to me to just do it. <laughs> Watching you work uh during the out photo shoot it was such a privilege because like oh you were quick you were present like you saw things that needed to be fixed before the photographer did and it was just super awesome uh plus it was nice to like key and joke and have a good time with someone because you know the big thing was that gaga's makeup artist was there and stuff and blah blah mm. and we're just like you know we were in our own room just having our mm -hmm key and that was great um listen we're gonna take a quick break when we come okay. back we're gonna do our listener questions of the week so we'll be right back Tony Soto show. all right we are back with the show now listeners we do these questions concerns comments critiques every week so if you'd like them right on the show all you have to do is go to the tony show.com it's right at the top it literally says ask a question to tony and uh, we could read it on the show. Maybe, possibly, it's always possible. Who's gonna start us off this week? Uh, I will start off, and this listener is going by back to work. Tony, calm down. Constantly asking drag queens that work more than you if they would work in a bar is getting old. Why don't you want queens to get back to work? You might be well enough to, you might be well off enough to stay home and hide, but not everybody can do that. You should be supporting your community. The way you said Tony calm down wow. sounded like that <coughs> video of that lady in the car. Calm down. That one viral <laughs> meme of the Karen going, calm, you calm down. That you sounded like that's that. That's kind of the voice that's in my head when I read that. That was bit. literally. Well, you know, here's the thing. I, I'm going to say, I, I well, I wish I had a basement. <laughs> That'd be nice. I always love a good basement to hide in. Um, I feel like... I just, like we had uh, Jasmine Masters on the show, right? And she's talking about doing Mary's uh, brunches, right? But they're wearing masks and face shields. And I'm just like, what's the point? And, and then you're still taking dirty dollars. And I just, I, I just think like, granted, I understand that people have been out of work. I have been doing this pandemic with no government help for the last eight months. I've been making it on my own as well on the drag that I have been doing for this time. I get it. Um, but it's like, you should be worried about your safety because here's what it comes down to. Drag, uh, drag, we're supposed to be mascots to help build up the community. And at this point, the community should stay the fuck home and not be risking COVID for brunch. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Edward, about drag queens who are out working at bars now that are maybe 25% capacity or outdoor venues and stuff? I feel, I mean, to each his own, but my per, my personal opinion on that, I think is that maybe I understand like they still want to make their income, like who doesn't, but maybe, um, uh, Cover charge, maybe, and no tipping. Oh, that's a thing. That way you can get rid of the, you know, the passing of the money. 
Yeah, I mean, and they can still get paid. They'll do the show. Isn't that a worry I, I, for you? I worry about that. Now, you know, one of my biggest pet peeves when things were real life was when people would put dollars in your mouth and their mouth and make you or want you to grab them with their mouth. Never. How dare you? That. Money is disgusting. I just yeah. think like the passing of money is is uh, irresponsible. I think that like even being, I don't know. They literally are saying that the first wave never ended. You know what I mean? That's what we're hearing now because mm -hmm. now it's in the Midwest and it's just bad. And I think, you know, I, I wish I was rich enough to be able to do this. It's been fucking tough. I understand that. But it was funny because we had Bambi Banks Kool-Aid on the show and she was like, you know, basically she was saying it's the B round of girls that are out there anyway, working for uh, uh, pennies and pickle juice. <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, there are so many other hustles. There are so many avenues you can take it. Like, you know, people are doing the, you know, online shows. Uh -huh. like. But that also died down financially. And I understand that, too. I mean, I understand that, like, like it's dissipating uh, with, with funds online. People, because we're opening up and people are trying to be out more and we just really should be. Maxwell, do you have any thoughts on this? Well, people Besides the fact that I don't work a lot? <laughs> I muted myself uh -huh. when I dropped my microphone. Um... <laughs> What was the question? I got so startled. <laughs> um, do I have any thoughts? What are your thoughts on drag queens going to work at bars? I mean, I think anybody that is um, seeking any sort of normalcy, I just think is selfish. Like, I just don't understand why you like, what about you is so different that you can have your wedding, your baby shower, a large group of people inside, like, because everybody got a test. Like, I just don't understand. For like, sure. I wanted this haircut, but I'm not going to protest over yeah, it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> those brunches stupid. don't really look socially distant. Those plastic like face shields that those Queens are wearing in other States do are not protective. So I just don't like really understand like what, like, what's the point. But I mean, if that's what you want to do, like go off sisters, I'm going to roll my, how do you feel about outdoor performances though? What about is that? Like... Um, I mean, if but they're the from a distance, Diana, they're wearing masks. They're wearing like, masks. yeah, no, I, I understand the aesthetic problem you have with it, Tony. I'm just saying like, like, does it make, you I know, think the ones that are distant, that should be enough. Diana. Like those, like, <laughs> I've been, I've been it did. It kind of quieted me down. Did you notice? I think... Wait, what'd you say, Edward? I went to one. Did you? What was it like? I've been here. Yeah. Um, it was not, one of the rules was everybody had to be in their seat. Like you had to be at your table with your group. Uh, the performers wore the clear mask, and um, I think one even was taking money with like a six foot handled basket on the end. You know, like it was really cute. So I mean, I don't know. I guess you just got to do what you got to do, but at the same time, be safe. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, what, what makes that really any difference from going to a grocery store and picking up things off the shelf and putting it in your cart and then taking it home? I don't know. Uh, I, you know, people say that and I don't know that I agree with that. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that because I feel like uh, it's an airborne virus. I, 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 yeah, I just, yeah, and you have to go to the grocery store. Yeah, you have to do that. Like, you need groceries. So, like, the thing is, is like, but you don't need brunch. You, don't need you know what I mean? Show. So, but, but anyway, I digress. And, and I was trying to think how many people, how many drag queens have I asked, actually asked that question to? I feel like I asked uh, Jasmine. <laughs> I don't, really I don't know, but I don't, I don't agree with brunch because that definitely means you have to take your mask off. Yeah. Well, see, yeah. this is the thing too. This is the thing too about like regulations and stuff. I'm like, so what? You think the COVID now just stops coming out of your it's mouth because you're eating? Because, oh, you're eating? Right. Okay. Well, and, right. Like, you know what else is like, weird is like, the like, menus now, I'm hearing a lot of places say the menus come with QR code. So what you do is you order on a website. So you'll like scan the code. It'll mm -hmm. take you to a website and you order the food. So you don't even talk to the server either. So mm -hmm. I was like, wait, yeah. so you could just, what? I didn't get it. It's yeah. not, I don't understand. But. I'm not going to go and sit at a restaurant for drive through You know what I mean? I'm just not going to like, I'm not. <laughs> right, because then, that's, then that is increasing your chance too, because like mm -hmm. now you're like around all these other foreign surfaces. I, and this is like also where I get annoyed with like bars that are open right now in different states where they're like, oh, but they're limited hours. It's like, oh yeah, right. because COVID like will stop coming around at, during times. I'm like, right. 
Like, what? You're supposed to be keeping your mask on at all times like you're COVID, out COVID, in public. COVID has a curfew. You didn't know COVID has a curfew? <laughs> yeah, no, COVID, COVID's <laughs> like, you know what? We curfew. only come out between 2 a.m. and 5 p.m. Then go drink all you want in between 5 and 1. What? COVID is a conservative. You didn't know that? <laughs> <sighs> Who's next? Who's next? Oh, okay, there we go. Um, hang on. So Tabby writes, I just finished listening to the whole show. And wow, what a journey. Love the show, Tony. But can you please make sure Maxwell never leaves? He's amazing and complimentary humor perfectly. Wow. Oh, this is really awkward because I'm announcing that? today that Maxwell's fired and that's the <laughs> last show. Oh, God, what an honor. Was, right like, before the election. We're going to have... <laughs> Here's the thing. so edward this show's been going on for six years and this person right. just said that they listened I'm, to I was all so late. six years of it and if you want to hear some good fights between a young tony soto and shea coulee listen to about <laughs> the first <laughs> first two years or so of this show it's a it's a lot of fighting well, bless your heart, Tabby. Thank you so much for paying attention. And yeah, I think I did a good yeah, job. Yeah, they got prize. What's up? We gotta get him a, a t-shirt. Yeah. And thank you, for, <laughs> thank you for liking me. I do think I compliment Tony's humor very well. I think I compliment a lot of things very well. I'm just very complimentary, really. Okay, well, <laughs> I love that's, it. That's all the compliments we need. To, uh, no love for Diana. Come on, she's got fangs, oh, okay. Tabby. I've gotten mine. I've gotten mine in the listener comments. I'm not about stealing Maxwell's thunder. <laughs> yeah, we, when we know that's Tony's job anyway. So chill out, yeah, Diana. It, don't it is. step on Tony's toes. Talk Absolutely. about me now. Talk about me. All right. Uh, let's just wrap this show up, shall we? It's been great. Let's end on a oh. high note. This is from Hallie, and it says, Hi, Tony, Maxwell, Diana, and insert guest here. If there is no guest, this is just awkward. Uh, Hallie Moon, the queen who panders relentlessly to the Tony Soto show because that's the grind. My question is, do we think the discomfort regarding your determination to make sure we do not forget the lessons and bitch slaps the Tranica shindig brought to the drag community stems from the massive elephant in the room of drag being truly tiered based on unfair advantages, i.e. race, fiscal position, privilege. I mean, Gigi Good has stands and we all watched that levitate number. I mean, those of us anyway, wait, I mean, those of us anyway, uh, hope this nonsense makes the air and can't wait for the next learn the words, bitch. Much love to you all. P.S. Maxwell, your ass graces my sleep every night. And I thank you. Love, Hallie Moon. Um, a lot of Maxwell love today. Yeah. I'm an icon. The educating <laughs> millennial. Ding. So, uh, Edward, are you familiar with the Chicago drag scene at all? Like, are you familiar with any of the drama that's been happening there? I am not. Okay, so there was a drag queen who was a host there and then like basically got called out for being racist and has been canceled since. And so oh, I did I did I have I did read that recently. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was a there was an article in Chicago magazine that was like poor poor Tranica. Um okay. did not even mention that Shea Coulee was the current reigning queen of all stars or of drag race, which uh alone was super offensive. But anyway. So because of this, she's wondering if this is like, uh, if we think that this is like showing internal problems within the drag community and like whether or not you're, you're tiered and like how you work and, or whatnot. Um, I don't know, because when I started doing drag, we were all poor. I don't, this is the thing. I don't, what I don't understand, when I started drag in 2002, I didn't start drag to think, oh, I'm going to make a career out of this. <laughs> this was like, oh, I have free time. Uh, and so let me do this on the weekend with my girlfriends and go out. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. so I don't know about the really about the huge, like starting drag for a business. Like I learned about that being a business at the same time you all learned it. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. oh, we can now make money off of it. So Edward, what's your experience with drag? Do you think that, do you think that there's like uh segregation or that there's like 
uh, discrimination within the community? It absolutely is. It absolutely is. And it, and it's blatant online too. Like I, I've, I've read the things, I've seen the things, like I've been so furious with things. I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to follow this page anymore because like, it's, I can't even believe like they would even allow somebody to say nonsense. Like the main thing that sticks out to me is saying that like Shay and Jada won because they were black and it was time to give somebody a person of color the the crown. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, that's not how any of this works. But the thing that pisses me off is I can compare it to to being in the hairstyling industry too. And it would, you know, be kind of upsetting if I was being kind of like blackball, so to speak, because somebody didn't like me because of my race. And you know, they're not gonna necessarily say like, um, you know, something direct, but they might insinuate that like, oh, this person is hard to work with, or, you know, something of that nature. And that those things do, you know, travel. So you know, it can it can be harmful. It's no secret that uh, that queens of color um, have to work harder uh, and be even more excellent on stage. Uh, it's almost to- like they're expected to be like dancers. Like they all have to be dancers. Like you have to be able to dance and split and backflip and. Oh, kick if and they can't shablam, girl, what are we even here <laughs> for? <laughs> you know, it's like. Uh, it's like no. Um. So. Maxwell, as an observer of drag, do you have any comments on this? Um, I mean, I think a lot of the things that have happened this year have shown a lot of the unfairness in the world, period. Like, I don't think like, I mean, although what happened in Chicago definitely shows a lot of what does happen in drag. I mean, I think this is like a world issue and happens to black people, unfortunately, in all industries. So yeah, what industry does it not permeate into? Yeah. Yeah. And and the the thing is, it's like, it, it just seems this is, this is kind of where it's like, when you know, I hate to be one of those in my day, but but guys, what we have to understand is that that when I started, uh, there were trans girls, there were queens of all colors that we were doing work with. Like it wasn't because we were all doing drag for the love of it. You know what I mean? And then, you know, later on when um, when Shay came out and, you know, Kimchi and Pearl and, you know, it was a really diverse group of girls that were coming up in Chicago at the time as well. So I don't know, something, I maybe I'm playing ignorant. Maybe, maybe it was just as bad there uh in those times but it just seems more vicious now because it feels like anytime there's a way where you can affect someone's livelihood now it seems like people jump on it and they're trying to always like take your hard work and the fucking Mm -hmm. cheese you get as a result out your mouth and it's just fucking bullshit i mean anytime something and i think i think it sorry go ahead i didn't mean to cut you up max but i was just wanted to just say really quick i also think it depends on like where your heart is and the reasons for you being in whatever industry or whatever you're doing, it's going to also affect how you feel and, you know, things interfering with you and growth, you know? And to take it back to Tranica, that's the one question I just want to ask Tranica. It's like, why did you get into drag? I want to know. Like, like, what was it? Because what it looks like to me was when she started coming up, she's, that was when we started realizing that there was a money opportunity. You know what I mean? But, I digress. And here's a, oh, no, I don't digress yet. I don't digress. I will talk about the Tranica issue for as long as Tranica got away with dividing the community, which was by my calculation starting in about 2006 and we're 2020 now. So we got some time yet because here's the thing. I don't believe in counts, cancel culture. I believe in accountability culture. And Tranica needs to be held accountable for the years and possible careers that we don't we don't have the privilege of seeing anymore because she personally tried to destroy them and accomplished in a lot of situations. So let us not forget that we hold white folks accountable on the Tony Soto show. Um, Edward, did you have fun on the show? Oh my god, I love it. I like really don't want to do anything else right now. I'm not even finished my other You don't want to go to church? You don't want to go to church? church? (laughs) I'm not opposed to it, you know? (laughs) Well, listen, tell people where they can find you on social media. 
Um, uh, Instagram that I had for so long got hacked at, at 18,000. So I just had to recreate a new one. It's Edward Scissorhands. It's S-I-Z-Z-A-H-A-N-D-S 2.0. Ah, you were hacked. I know when I saw that, because like it was like you were you said like 18,000 you were at. Yeah. And, uh. and then all of a sudden something popped in my stories and it was like, uh, the account's been hacked. Here's a new one. And I was like, oh no, that is so many people you gotta get back. <laughs> luckily, luckily, most of my clients have my phone number. So yeah, dude. And, because and like listen. all my stuff is like individual, you know, it's not it's not like people are ordering like offline and just like picking things right. offline. Like they're all individually through me, made by me, through my hands, Custom. shipped by me, all of that. Right. So it's like I really don't um really have that that big of an issue because like I said, everybody has my contact info and I have their so. But just check out uh, his Instagram because the diversity in what he creates is absolutely amazing. Uh, it was a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, Maxwell. Um, you could catch me on Instagram <laughs> acting a damn fool and journeying to the polls <laughs> at Maxwell Esposito. Um, and that's yeah. that's really it. I mean, I'm just good. Please register to vote. Don't go to Halloween parties. Well, I think today might be the last day now. Isn't it today the last day to register? Um, in, yeah. in 35 states, they do offer same-day registration. So please make sure that you are in one of those states if you are. Um, and, no excuses. And if you can, uh, at this point, do not put your ballot in the mail. Uh, no. It. Drop it in a drop box. It's drop it in a drop box or drop it off in person. Because at least if they set that Dropbox on fire, you'll know which one you put yours in. Yeah. <laughs> See. <laughs> yeah. Very observant uh, um, observation. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Diana. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Diana D triple E Luna and uh, vote, vote, vote. And uh, I'll be hiding until then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Curtains are pulled. Oh, yeah. We yeah. have learned the words on Monday too. Oh, yeah, we do. So, well, if you like the Tony Soto show, let's start there. Why don't you go to our iTunes page and subscribe to it? Rate it five stars at four. We know we get it. We'll take four um, and give us five. leave a little comment for us, because quite frankly, we want to know how you feel. Uh, I do the gay power half hour every week with my good Judy Casey Lie. You can listen to that anywhere. Podcasts are streamed. Um, uh, yes. Learn the words, bitch, is November 2nd, the day before the election on zoom very easy all you have to do is go follow learn the words bitch at learn the words bitch on instagram i'll release all the zoom information on the show stories 30 minutes prior our guest judges are dusty balls fabulous drag king from chicago and silver lake councilwoman herself maybe a girl so it's going to be a great show i'm the tony soto show on literally everything no show next week all right so hopefully we're celebrating and not morning until next two, <laughs> two weeks. Bye. Bye. Bye.